Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. Dad, he's sinking! Huh? Get a rope, Bart! No, that's okay. I'm pretty sure I can struggle my way out. First, I'll just reach in and pull my legs out. Now, I'll pull my arms out with my face. Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au and Podbean. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Today we're here to review Bart Gets an Elephant. Mitch. Before we get into that. Okay, before we get into that, what are we doing? What day is it today, Dando? The day my mum went to England? Yeah, what day were we supposed to be recording? Yesterday. The day before your mum went to England. Yeah. <laughs> what did you forget that was happening this week? Uh, mum gone to England. Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't forget it was actually happening. I just forgot that we're having a... Farewell dinner. You just forgot that you might say goodbye to her before she gets to work. <laughs> well, it was because it was her birthday the day yeah. before. So, it was yeah. her birthday on Tuesday. And then we went and... That's s- all right. I presume it's a short trip, though. It's not a big deal. She's only gone for, what, like two, two three days? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's only the first time she's been on an international flight. So, it's no okay. big of a deal. No yeah, big no, deal. No, no, no big deal. Six <laughs> weeks, was it? Six weeks? Well done. Yeah, six weeks, yeah. Good luck to mum. She's currently landing in Brunei. Hopefully, she's okay. worked. She's one of those people that doesn't know how to hook up Wi-Fi on the phone. Yep. So I'm, I'm a little so bit you're worried that she's going to come back with an eighty thousand dollar bill. Well, I said to, well, I made her turn off her mobile data before she got on the plane. I said turn it off before you turn your phone off. Yeah. Because Wise. when you turn your phone on, your data will be kicking in. Yeah. Oh, I'll just do it when I get this. Mum, do it <laughs> beforehand. Just trust me. But yeah, I'm sure she'll be fine. It's not that hard to get off, get off and on the plane. You should post a heap of high resolution photos to her Facebook page just to test her. So if it does, if she's like, I'll just do it when I get off the plane, and then she get turns her phone on and just like <laughs> fucking bang, 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 eight gig of data comes through. You're like, well, well, well. Well, to send her a message. Who doesn't on- follow instructions? Well, to send her a message saying if you can read this, you've worked out Wi-Fi. That could work. Yeah, nice. that's all done. Yeah, yeah. clever. Um, Bike gets an elephant. Well, I was also just on the subject else, of mothers. Okay. Yes. No, because I'm hanging shit on you. I thought I should also point out to in in. In the interest of balance and fairness on the program, mm-hmm. I, a few years ago, may or may not have forgotten to tell my mother that I was moving into state. I believe you may have told me this, yeah. Yeah. How? Yeah. I just... And she was furious, wasn't I, she? Yeah, she, for like six months, she was really upset. I just thought that it would be something that I would have told her. So, I just naturally I'm assumed. I'm like that too. I was like, surely I've told her that. And it was like... Six hours into the drive that I sent a text, a group message out to everyone saying, we've just reached this town. Everything's going well. And then I get a phone call. Going, what? <laughs> um, the other thing, though, on the subject of forgetting things, I was scrolling through Facebook before and I see a photo of my dad um, talking about a menu. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Dad's out for dinner somewhere. Then I have to be a, with you? No, no, no. I have a close look at that menu. He's at uh, the uh, new hospital in Geelong. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Dad was going in for an operation. Completely forgot. Oh, my. So, shout out to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> We're such lovely children, aren't we? Hmm. It's only a hernia. <laughs> Not that big a deal. I don't know how you'd handle a hernia. I don't know how I'd handle one either. Well, you... I was listening to an old episode where you got some dirt in your eye and thought you were dying. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, God, what, how long ago was that? That was a long time. So, I think it? a hernia is going to be a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. 
<laughs> Not at the time it wasn't though. So Bart gets an elephant. Did you enjoy yeah. it? No, I love this episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've always found it overrated. Like it's really it's funny, but it's not as great and as iconic as everyone seems to think it is. Well, it's so different because of the know. elephant. It's, it stands it's just, out because of the elephant. Yeah, well, it does stand out for the element, but for me, it just fl- did I say elephant or element? It means the same thing. Okay, the element of the elephant. I feel like it just flows. Like for whatever reason, like while there's no big monorail song about this episode that you can point to and go that's the key that's the uh, there's no hank scorpio like that's why i love this episode i just love the episode there's like, only one story too which helps i guess yeah that's I why guess. it flows better it's not going back and forth yeah yeah that could be part of it it just it just feels right like it's it's a difficult one for me to even articulate why i just know that i feel comfortable watching this episode and i'm happy and i enjoy it and it's got my favorite wiggum moment of all time was it on the phone wiggum like, if you have a look at my notes for when I get to that, that entire sort of 30-second sequence, all I've written is Wiggum. All, what I liked most about that scene isn't when he's talking to people. It's when he hangs up and goes, ah. <laughs> He's annoyed. <laughs> they bothered him. And I'm Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> I find when I found out that Chief Wiggum's voice was based on Edward yeah. G. Robinson, blew my mind. Really? Just as in, I mean, it's obvious, but I was like, oh, that's why he of does course, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was... Young, yeah. like don't I don't want people to think I found that out last week. I don't, <laughs> I don't want people to think that I made that revelation recently. Anyway, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you don't get a lot of things. I fa- I've watched a lot more TV and movies than you have. Of course, there was a moment where I felt like Swartzwelder because you wrote it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't think of a transition between two scenes, so it faded to black and came back. But it was in the exact same spot, and the exact same stuff was happening. It was when he chained Stampy up in the backyard. And he starts stamping on something. He goes, I think he's going to, I think I'm going to name him Stampy. No, I, I just assumed that was a commercial break. No, the commercial break was like just before that when he, um, when the elephant first arrives and the cat and dog run down the street. And then when he does the second, yeah, okay. what's, what's the elephant's sound? Um, I don't know. What do you call an elephant? Whatever that is. Well, not that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but when it does, and the cat and dog run away yeah. in the street. That was always a commercial break in Australia anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's... It just... It feels to me like it's a cut for a commercial break. So, mm. different timings. Who knows? And, and it could very well have been that, that it was just in Australia they cut on that moment and whereas overseas, different timings, they cut somewhere else. I did notice one scene too, or one line that they used to always cut out in Australian television because I'd never seen it until I watched the DVDs was when it knocks... the Sabi knocks the kid five feet. Mm. Homer says, you kick it off five feet. That's yeah. five bucks, whatever. That was hardly five feet. That was never on television. Well, that was never five feet. Yeah. Um was it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always cut to him ch- saying, you owe me money, and then cut to Helen Lovejoy saying, your animal is very... Yeah, right. Got an attitude problem. I uh, <laughs> I love that. The mother debating about... Not, not worrying about her children. Yeah. Just, like, that was never five feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's a great bit of parenting. What was your favourite moment from the episode? Wiggum. Yep. Okay. It, it's just... It's classic Chief Wiggum. Not getting up from the desk, not believing anybody. And just like the... You know, it's unbelievable that an elephant's running through Springfield. So, yeah, like, oh, yeah, right. Your elephant, your elephant. Oh, yeah, right. Liquor store robbery. Officer down. Officer okay. Down. <laughs> I enjoyed Homer and the signs. Because I've got an idea. Oh, uh, yeah. Go away. Go away. And Bart's like, this is a better sign. <laughs> Don't have time to read. Just give me the gist of it. And the other part I loved was that the glass, where Stampy nearly knocks the glass over. And then they just chuck and it into the yeah, recycle that's bin. A, that's, a, that's such a classic yep. slapstick comedy Yeah, I really joke. enjoyed it. And a great twist on it. So... New name for the episode. The Elephantastic Voyage. That's great. Thank you. I had from Tustle Dawn. <laughs> nice. So, now it's time for some trivia. Yep. Do you want to kick things off this week? I always seem to kick things off. Sure. That's, yep. That's because you generally write more things down than I do. No, not lately. You've been on, on the ball lately. Okay. What have Very I got? Impressive. 
They have four. What is the name of the detergent that tries to kill Homer? It's Mr. Cleanser. Yes. It's meant to be a take of Mr. Clean or Mr. Clean? Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, yep. Yeah, an American. Mr. Product. Sheen would be an Australian yeah. equivalent. Is it still around Mr. Sheen? Uh, you should have a lot of commercials, so, but you never yeah, see him anymore. Don't, you don't hear the song anymore. No. How did this song used to go? I'm Mr. Sheen. I'm Mr. Sheen. That's it. Yeah, it was so happy. Yeah, oh. yeah he was. He <laughs> was a really happy guy about cleaning things. <laughs> what are Bart's plans for with Millhouse in the morning when they're oh. saying what they're going to do for the day? Ah, uh, no, I forget. They're going to visit the old ravine because the six-year-olds tipped them on the fact that there's a dead Martian down there. Dead Martian? Yes. Okay. It was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode that was based around something very similar. Yeah? Finding a, a sickly Martian in a little ravine. I remember them an episode where they... The Incredible Shrinking Turtles. That's that's the episode. Well, is that the episode where... I remember they met an alien that used to take photos and they would end up in the photographs. Do you remember that one? No. It was like the second season, like a really early episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. How much... Will the double-ply window save the Simpsons on their heading bill? Oh, I think I've got that here. Uh, no, I don't. I'm going to try and remember it. It is $14? 4%. 4%. Damn it. Well, it will. Yeah. I, that was a great marge line. Mm. And it's also sad. A little bit. That, that, that's what but she thinks that's of. the most But she's exciting. a mum. Yeah. That's it's what a mum would think of. What is KBBL's number? Like, what are, what's their ah, tune? Bad luck to you, son. That'd be 102.5. Is that one of yours? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The uh, frequency. Yeah, frequency. Yeah, that's the word. What has Homer's head been inside? An elephant, a hippo, and mm-hmm. a giant sloth. Yes, correct. Um, the distressing part about that is you're not fitting in the mouth of a sloth. Like that's that's the really upsetting. It's a giant sloth though doesn't matter. They're have you not- seen a giant sloth? I never have. They might be huge. No, they're not that big. Okay. Like the sloths are like human size. Even big sloths aren't that much bigger than humans. Okay, so. Um, only one way that he's going. Swartzwalder didn't do his research, didn't he? Or Swartzwalder wanted you to think that Homer had... Um, Somehow fit his head into a giant sloth's mouth. No. No? Think about the other areas that you could get your head. But he said, I've fit, been inside a mouth. No, ne- no, he just has been inside the mouth of it. No, he just has been inside. He doesn't say mouth. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was mouth. Okay. Anyway, continue. What song do the pets play on the piano? I don't know. Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, okay. Slightly off speed, though, stupid cat and dog. <laughs> Needed a metronome. I thought Homer was a bit of a... That's another thing about this episode. Homer was a bit too dumb and too rude for my liking. Oh. It was just... Like, right up to the end, he, even he begrudgingly gives the elephant a better life. Yeah, but he wants the money. <laughs> I understand that. But <laughs> That's he's kind just, of Homer. He's rude to everybody. He tells Mo to shut up. He tells the dogs to go away. I don't like you. He's just rude and mean to everybody. Uh, you're, you're hating on this episode a little bit Not too the episode, much. just Homer. Oh, you're hating on Homer too much. Oh, okay. I, like, I enjoy... What Homer has here is a lot of his dumb moments where you think he's going to be smart, but he's still dumb, or he thinks he's being smart and he's, and he's still being dumb, which is my favourite type of Homer stupidity. So the, this gives me an idea when he has his money-making opportunity in front of him, go away. Then when he realises that, oh, this isn't making enough, so his next genius move is to jack up the price 100%. It's more than Wait, that. sorry, 1,000%. 1,000%, I think, yeah. <laughs> Or what happens later on? Um, when he's correcting Lisa, like a feline means cat, elephant, honey, it's an elephant. I do like the line where he says, Lisa says, we're forgetting that the fact that animal slavery or locking them up is, is cruel. Go to your room, Lisa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other thing that I enjoy is Homer, again, like making a good point, but missing it entirely. Like a man, with, <laughs> sorry, it's not making a good point, but in his head it is. Like a man with lots of ivory is less likely to need it than a man whose ivory supplies are low. It kind of <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> it's almost economic <laughs> in, in, intelligence. Another question I've got. How much did Homer make from the Stampy shenanigans at the backyard? Oh, was it like 38 bucks? 58. All, 58 yeah, bucks, yeah. all profit. 
All profit. Yeah. I'm a genius. His food bill was $300. Don't insult me in front of the money. Yeah. <laughs> got any more questions? No, I'm good. I'll finish what I've got here. What are the new prices for Stampy? I believe it just uh, 100 that. bucks for 500 bucks. Yep. What were they for? Do you remember? 100 bucks to look and 500 for, for a ride. ride, I think, yeah. Or a photo maybe for 100. Anyway. What is the name of the painting Bart Ruins and who was it by? Uh, uh, it's a, is, is American in the title? Yes. American um, something. Is American Gothic? Yep. Yep. By? Dave. Grant. Dobbins. Grant Wood. <laughs> Grant Wood. <laughs> what are the other jobs that the ivory dealer has had in the past? Seal Clubber. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's something bad and head of the Fox Network. Whale Hunter. Was Whale that Hunter yes. and head of the Fox Corporation. According to but, Bart, you know, Morgan. sure, like everyone, I've dealt a little ivory in my yeah. time. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I love, deal. Like everybody. Or the, don't worry, Bart, I'll just buy you another one. I'll buy that one too. Don't. don't. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> According to Bart, if you keep to the back roads and make your way south, how far is it to Africa? 12 miles. 12 miles. I nailed it. Maybe it's because at that time of year, you couldn't drive 12 miles, 12 miles without hearing, at that time of year, in that year, you couldn't drive 12 miles without hearing Toto's Africa. Yeah. <laughs> That's what confused him. <laughs> to the modern day... Ch- Come on, Stampy. Jason Derulo. <laughs> and finally, I'll be very, very Jason Derulo covered Africa? He, Sorry. He sampled that... Um, isn't sampled such a lovely word for stole? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a polite way, <laughs> like, isn't Like you it? pay royalties and suddenly you've sampled. Just using someone else's talent. Yeah. What business is next to the recycle bin when they throw the glass into the bin? Is a, a building right next to it. Oh, if you get this, I'll be very impressed. Mm, no. Uh, Zesty's Pizza Subs. Okay, yeah, no, that's... Like, you would have had to have been paying that's, attention. That's to get that. as obscure as it yes. gets. <laughs> and that is my trivia for the week. Only a couple of facts. Uh, David Merkin, he really wanted Stampy to be a dick yep. in this episode. Why do you think that was? Um, I felt like it helped us not feel I guess as angry towards Homer because the elephant was being mean to everybody. Oh, it's kind of funny. And it was more realistic, too, it, in that yeah. and you're chaining an elephant up. It's not going to be lovable. It, it's not going to be lovable. If they had like a Dumbo style elephant, then it wouldn't have fit the Simpsons. No, you're right. Like yeah. that's you know they couldn't have just got this cutesy thing in that's just suddenly really nice. Um, and then yeah, it would have been awful to be selling that to an ivory dealer. So I and it does suit Bart that Bart's animal would not be well behaved. Santa's little helper is not well behaved. Bart, as much as Bart even this. says that we're one and the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it kind of fits in with that and helps them. Um, Forge that dynamic, and it does lead to the best visual gag in the entire the episode. And when Bart's going to sleep, he's like, and I like oh, that Bart's yeah. sleeping in the treehouse because he wants with to him. be out with yeah. him, yeah. And then Stampy's um, snout or trunk, rather, comes in, and it, it is a very Dumbo moment where it pulls the blanket up and then it sort of wraps around his face and then just thump, straight yeah. into the mouth. I, but, thanks, Bart. Yeah, thanks, Bart. I love that from Bart. That is, it's that understanding of. Hmm, he's being naughty, but I feel like deep down he's okay, so it's, he doesn't get mad at him for it. What about the when he puts Bart in his mouth for the first time? Cool. He tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the realisation. The other fact being that this was the first appearance from Cletus, and he's only referred to as a yeah. slight George Yokel. Yep. Original air date was March 31st, 1994. Chopboard gags, organ transplants are best left to the professionals. And the catch gag was the family racing, the lights are off. And then their eyes are floating and they pop them back into their eye sockets by shoving their heads forward. Kicks off with Marge walking down to the kitchen. The house is a complete mess. Is your house ever a mess? Not to I've this point. I've never had footprints on the roof. No, not to that extent. But <laughs> you ever wake up and go, fuck, what have we been doing around here? Um, 
Maybe after having a few friends over or something. I I have had that moment. Like, with two Labradors that spent a fair bit of time inside, I have had that moment of walking into the bathroom and going, shit, I don't remember it being carpeted in here. I'm like that everywhere in the house. Like, <laughs> yeah. the vacuum today, I'm like, how the fuck does one dog lose that much hair? No, no it's crazy. Um, but outside of that, not quite that bad. I, I When I lived alone... What about when you were before Ash? I mean, there know? were moments where you would walk past the bench and go... All right, that's probably like sixty empty bottles on there now. <laughs> if it gets to sixty-two, we have to do something. Yeah, I'm like if I can't fit them all, like if if I've got that much empties that I wouldn't be able to put them back into a, a, an empty slab box, I've officially waited too long to go out to the recycling. One hundred percent. Yeah, the family all arrive. In the have kitchen. You, actually, you ever seen that? Like, you know the businessman guy, like, I don't always do this, but when I do, that means. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my favourites of those is, I don't always do the recycling, but when I do, my neighbours think I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when Marge finds underpants, then a bowling Everywhere. ball in the kitchen. And Sandwich. Then, and then more underpants. Yeah. In the fridge. In the fridge. <laughs> Family all arrive for Good breakfast. Good back to the home of bowling ball. Yes. Yep, mm. yep. They referred to it a few times. Classic moment, though. Yeah. When they all say hi, mum, I like that Homer says hi, mum, because Marge is like his mother. Yeah, that's very true. Everyone has plans for the day. I'm assuming this must be a Saturday. No school, no work. Yeah, Homer's no. not working. He's going to a drinking contest. Drinking contest. Yeah. Gives some good advice here, doesn't he? He does. When in sport, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how drunk you get. Yes. He, oh, and he gives a better advice to Boba, too. This, oh, this is amazing. Close second for favourite part. So, <laughs> I, it's probably one of the only ones I actually laughed out loud. Yeah. I completely forgot about Let's it. Let's just skip to it because nothing else important happens yes, here. So, so, they're all on their way. Like, they just, just can't go. scoff their food. They run. And you get the dun-dun-dun as Marge is standing in the doorway. She's like, uh, Mom, you're making it hard to leave. Push her over, son. Push her down, son. <laughs> Push her down, son. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Marches, he going. says it so innocently. That's yeah. the thing. There's not a hint of well, aggression. Just, just, just do it. It's just a matter of fact. It's like you uh, are not getting trouble. I can't. I, I, it's like I can't get the door to open. Twist the handle. Yeah, like that's it's, it's that level of instruction. Okay, is it that? It should be obvious. Yeah. Just push her out of the way. Push her down, son. <laughs> I've done it before. She says you're not going anywhere until you clean. Four up finger house. discount doesn't condone domestic violence. No, but that's funny. Yes, it's very very funny. <laughs> Quick side note, by the way, stick, uh, at the end of this episode, we've had a special request from. Can't remember if it was a guy from Canada. I'll check the email, but um, we d- we reference AFL. Someone wants a bit of an explanation rundown on AFL at oh the end of this. God, that'll take like just brief. It's like a three week podcast right there. Well, all right, settle in. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> in for a long one, guys. As we said, Marge says you're not going anywhere till you clean up the house, and they are just devastated by this because who wants to clean? As when you, I like the nice touch of Bart, who's like, I'm tired. I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Can't we just buy a new house? It was when you were a kid, cleaning sucked. Mm. I actually enjoy cleaning the house up now. Do you enjoy cleaning? No, really. <laughs> no, I, I wake really. a record on. I love doing the dishes. Listen, I love it. Yeah, okay. Maybe, good maybe good for you. I don't know. Maybe Get just me dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire. I try to play the air guitar with the broom. <laughs> just put a cream <laughs> cream cake on my face. <laughs> uh, no, I hate cleaning. I like a clean house, but I hate cleaning. You used to tell us that you had to be the one to clean because I shouldn't do it properly. Yeah, but I don't enjoy it. Oh, okay, like that's. But I'm, I have to. Do I've it. never that, gone. That's, that's why you don't enjoy it because you have to do it. No, even if I didn't have to do it. There's nothing fun so about I know, the activity. I know by doing it, I get in the good books. I'm never out of the good books. <laughs> <laughs> I love the top-down view of Bart trying to escape the house as he runs. It's almost like a... a um, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like a mouse trying to get out of a maze. Um, I feel like that gag kind of went nowhere, though, because they didn't explain why he couldn't open the door. Like It's just she's locked it then. Yeah. I thought she was going to say, you'll find that your escape is never going to happen because I've done something to the door. Like she's removed the other uh, side of the handle. Or yeah, something. I guess it's unspoken, but I just like that she's planned ahead. Yeah, she knows yeah. that they're going to try and run, so she's yeah. got something figured out. Yeah. yeah. 
Just Ho- like a Batman villain. Home of Shotguns the Basement. Really nice delivery of dough here, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, dough? Dough. I think. <laughs> yeah. And then, dough. Why does he not like the basement? Well, it's absolutely jam-packed with oh, shit. Newspapers yeah. and old TV guides. <laughs> I, love, I love his solution. Get a leaf blower and just create a mini tornado. <laughs> Do anything. Just well, made, I'm done. It made more mess. <laughs> I had to do actually what he did not too long ago with when um, when Marge tells him to throw out the old TV guides. It was I was having a look at my shelf and I had to throw out. Had to was a strong word. I chose to throw out a bunch of old Empire magazines because I'd kept like every one that I'd had for ages. But then I finally came to the realization of like I'm probably not going to go back and reread the on the set perspective of Terminator Genesis. It's just not going to happen. But I've kept the specials, like the 300 greatest movie characters of all time. You're going to hate what I'm about to say. It's going to like I was given every issue of Empire. Every I'm not joking. Every issue of Empire from I think it was 1995 or 96 through to 2002. Nicola made me throw them out. Oh, and you married her? I was already done. (laughs) The deal was made. Oh, she was lucky. (laughs) Because that could have ended things. But I had the same thing. I was sort of like, I'm, I can just find all this information out on the internet. Yeah. If I really want to. But man, it was hard. Just chopped them all into the recycle it's bin. It's hard to let go. Put them in the recycle bin and just try not to think about it. And you just reminded me. So now the rest of the yeah, episode, right. I'm very sorry. Well, you've already been down in the dumps. Oh, um, but I do, as I said, I, like the specials you've got to keep. Oh, yeah. I went through the same the best thing. sci-fi ones I kept. I went through the same thing with sports magazines. Um, I never bought sports I used magazines. to read a lot of... Cricket, cricket stuff, ones, like I'm Inside sure, yeah. Edge was the... I was wrestling, wrestling ones, actually. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, so, but then one day I had to be like, okay, I'm gone. That can go, that can go, that can go. Oh, that's a Don Bradman testimonial. That one stays. Yeah. That sort of thing. Remember when you used to feel like you were a big man when you had a zoo magazine at school? Um, Never happened to you? Okay, sorry. But it was kind of like the closest thing to porn without actually being porn. Yeah. I don't remember when zoo was out. I don't even remember having a zoo Did at school. did last long. I'd say it lasted five, six years, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Ralph magazine, on the other hand. Yeah, I think when I, when I was in school, I think it was more Ralph than Zoo. I, okay. I swear Zoo came after I'd already finished year 12. What was Ralph? Uh, well, Ralph was sort of like FHM to an extent. Zoo was pretty much Zoo a was, magazine version of Lad Bible. Yeah, or Nuts. Yeah. Um, although I think Nuts actually has nudity. Zoo didn't quite go that far. I'm pretty no. sure Zoo is still on in the UK. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think it lasted longer over there. Yeah, yeah. They're read by terrible people. Oh, not terrible. No, they are. Why? If you went back and read one now, like they are as objective towards women as possible. I remember, remember right at the very back, they used to have photos of injuries. Some yeah, of them yeah. were fucked up. Yeah, that that was fun. I enjoyed those. Um, but for the most part, they're read by bad people and tradesmen. Okay, and tradesmen. <laughs> yeah, not, they're not bad people. Well, some of them are, some of them aren't. The ones that are working on my house, they're good tradesmen. <laughs> Getting back to Homer in the basement, one of the quotes here is something I say to Nicola quite often. Forgot that it was from here. Mm. She says, you have to throw the magazines out. Are you mad, woman? <laughs> 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 Explains, reading to the TV guys, as you said, it's the Gomer Pile. He references mm. something that could be any Gomer Pile yeah. episode. Oh, and- I'll never forget that episode. Yes. Pile? Shazam! <laughs> as she leaves. <laughs> Why do we have to clean up? Are we so vain? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lisa is then seeing Clinton at the front playing sax with the yep. lo- local kids. Reference to um, his Arsenio, Arsenio Hall appearance. I was actually okay. reading about this not too long ago. Clinton had had... Basically, the whole Clinton playing saxophone thing was to get out of another sex scandal. Like really? in 90, 1992, someone was claiming that he was having an affair or had made advances or whatever it was. And to kind of get ahead of the news, they were like, well, fuck it, let's just... Pitch him young So they took this 46 year old Gave him a different tie Threw a saxophone in his hands And said go out and be cool And playing sax was cool In 1992 Well the way he did it 
Okay. There's a few moments in this episode, and this is one of them, that reminded me of previous episodes. Mm-hmm. This one reminded me of the moment in Bart gets an F when he sees shit happening outside, but he's not able uh, to. Yeah, Except in Bart gets an F, he makes the choice to stay inside, but this yep. one, Lisa can't. Yeah. I like the end, um, her saxophone laughs at her when it gets stuck in the vacuum cleaner. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, similar to Nelson's ha-ha. Yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Homer then uses the Mr. Cleanser when he shouldn't in mm-hmm. a combined space. And that might- is such a thing that we all do. Isn't yeah. It? Like, you look at labels like that. Deliberately? Like, no. <laughs> well, some of us. No. Um, but, I mean, like, you read a warning label, like, don't do that. And it's like, that's for weak people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. And he starts hallucinating. He thinks mm. they're, gonna, they're trying to kill him. Yep. <laughs> Homer, what's going on down there? Nothing. Then stop screaming so loud. Okay. Bart is then wiping the painting. This was a nice reveal gag where he's wiping it. Yeah, and then cuts if you the can read this, you've wiped too hard. Cuts back. It is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But this is where we get. They the- do another cut joke like that in a mo- uh, in a moment that okay. I really liked when the house is spotless and then they go oh, into the kitchen and the that? door swings back and it's all fucked up like, again. They never have a door there. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's just, just there for the there gag. For the gag and yeah, it works brilliantly. It's perfect, yeah. But as we said prior, he hears on the radio the competition and this is the first mention of they're going to say, if you can call up and say, KBB is going to be something stupid, mm. you get either the gag prize or the $10,000. By the way, do you think that the trouble that they got into in the show, would this happen in real life, do you think? If they said to a kid, you can have $10,000 or an elephant, he said, I want the elephant. Would oh. there be an outcry from the media and the public saying, get this kid an elephant? I'm sure there would be. Or would common sense prevail? I'm sure common sense would prevail. There is no way that there would be an outcry of people saying, get this kid an elephant, because that's just stupid and unrealistic. There would be plenty. There would be an online petition. No, saying, if it was something elephant. along the lines of you could have $10,000 or $10,000 worth of yogurt or something like that. <laughs> The world's Would largest. Would you kill your child if he selected the yogurt? The world's largest yogo. <laughs> I wouldn't kill my child if he got that. Ten thousand dollars, or we turn the local swimming pool into a big pile of jelly. Like those sorts of things, you would have community getting on because while it's silly, it's not going to cause. As damage. if you wouldn't do a massive cannonball into that. Yeah, totally. What flavour jelly though? Get stuck and have Red? to eat your way out. Red or green? It's not flavours. It's colours. <laughs> <laughs> Purple is a fruit. What 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 flavour then? Uh, orange. Which is Orange. both a flavour and a colour. That's the only reason I picked it. So Marge is happy that the house is now cleaned, but then we get the gag that you mentioned before, yeah. where they go. But make sure you, you can do whatever you want, just make sure you keep the house clean. It's it's such a funny visual. It's one of the best ones I've done, not of all time, but... It's a very, very good joke. It's, it's for, for what it is, it's it's done pretty well. KBBL then called the police station, yeah. and they've been taken over. <laughs> taken over I forgot they had this moment, yeah. It's almost like an assault on Precinct 13 kind of moment. Yes. Did you see what Bart was doing? Something that every kid does. Uh, Everyone, I, I think just not just kids. Napoleon no. ice cream. Oh, eating just the chocolate. eating the chocolate. So I was a strawberry man, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think Homer made, I think they did the same gag with Homer. We're out. Cho- we need more chocolate, strawberry and vanilla ice cream. <laughs> 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 then they call Bart's house again. KBBL. They're trying as, to find a winner. I love that. As they get, like Wickham just being tased in the background. But he enjoys ah! it. Oh, dear God. But then he enjoys a little, it. A little left. Yes. Uh, they call Homer's, uh, Homer and Bart's house again. Yep. Well, they didn't actually call it before. It was actually Grandpa that called, yep. but Bart thought it was. And Homer, he snatches the phone from Homer. Homer's like, hello. Yeah. He thinks the phone's <laughs> still holding that. Can't understand yep. why nothing's happening. I was going to say, this whole thing is like the Sunday. Um, it's not Sunday. The Today 
Is it today that do I wake up with today or the sunrise cash cow? Those oh yeah, things been, where like they've they been doing this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but there's but there's, you there's, do there's like, no controversy about that though. So like, how do they know to have a camera at the front of the person's house if it's random? Um, oh, it'd be pretty simple. They, they draw it at random twenty minutes before they make the phone call and go, oh, yeah, that's around the corner from the studio. We'll go there just because it's just, just because it's people not, are doing it straight away. Just because it's not live doesn't mean that it's not random. What do you mean not live? As like in the actual just, picking just the winners the dis- not live. Yeah, just because the winners picked a little bit earlier doesn't mean it's not random. True. Uh, what were you going to say? But just that thing that you do need to make yourself sound like an absolute dick to win that competition probably a hundred times before you're actually lucky enough to get called. Why? Because you've got to say, I wake up with today. So how many people... I know what it is, is it? Yeah, okay. you have to pick up the phone and say, I wake up with today. So how many people are calling that person and having their... I wake up... It's fucking... It's Mark, you knob. <laughs> so if you answered with hello, you wouldn't win. Correct. Oh, wouldn't you be just furious if mm. your partner didn't? Oh, I don't want to think about it. How much did they win? Like heaps, wasn't uh, it? Jackpots, I think. It can yeah. be a big amount. So getting back to how Bart he wins, and they say, "Do you want the elephant or the money?" I love Bart's reaction to, "Well, that money does sound great, but <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the elephant." <laughs> and we get another good moment of Homer being dumb, where yep. he he's going to take the elephant. Yes. Wait. Although, <laughs> don't whisper into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Homer says, um, we'll call him back because Bart's insisting that he wants the elephant. Yep. With $10,000, we'd be millionaires. That's one of Homer's best lines. Marge mentions the windows, as we said before. Mm-hmm. Like saving, what was it, 4% per month or yep. something? And then Lisa brings up the, it's wrong to imprison an animal. Go to your room, Lisa. Bart and Homer then go down to the station to claim his prize. And Bill and Marty are trying to convince Bart, we can't get you an elephant. That is just a gag. No one yeah. wants the gag. So, so they a compromise. So they bring out Plan B. Yeah, which and this is a really and Plan C. This is another. Really, <laughs> it's a good joke about how poor the school system is. Yeah, the skin is so de- desperate to try and get ten grand. Well, he's not going to give it to the school though. Would, no, he, he would. Of course he would. Yeah, he's, dedica- he's dedicated. Isn't he? Yeah, like, like he would be sitting there going, "This could like I need this. Like not I need this, but the school needs this ten thousand dollars." Was like, we will pay your principal to pull his pants down and walk around without them for the rest of the year. I'll do it, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll turn him into some sort of lobster creature. Well, hang on. This wasn't part of the deal. But then Bart's, I'm not going anyway until I get my elephant. Thrown straight out. Yeah. Homer. Wee! Yeah, he gets thrown out well, as well. Homer wasn't even in that negotiation scene. No. Was he? he just well, gets well, thrown out. He was, he was there, but then for some reason he ends up in the studio with headphones on. Yeah, yeah, and right. Just off in the background. That's what I would do if I was in a radio station yeah. and it's, wasn't it's part of the conversation. I should take you in there one time. I've been in. Because oh, you recorded so, ads, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, can you get a copy of them so we can play on the show? I'm pretty sure I still have it, but yeah. So, we won't play it at the end of the, Although, one of the shows. I mean, technically, it's giving free advertising to a bank. Yeah, fuck it. Anyways. <laughs> Where's my elephant? Where's my elephant? Hey, they're playing the elephant song. I love that. Reminds me of elephants. The bosses then warn um, Bill and Marty, if you don't get this kid an elephant, you're going to be replaced by the DJ 3000. Hmm. This is the DJ 3000. It plays CDs automatically, and it has three distinct varieties of inane chatter. Hey, hey, how about that weather out there? Whoa, that was the caller from hell. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Man, that thing's great. Don't Praise the machine. If you don't get that kid an elephant by tomorrow, the DJ 3000 gets your job. <laughs> Looks like those clowns in Congress did it again. What a bunch of clowns. <laughs> How does he keep up with the news like that? So then we get to the house and they found an elephant. Not sure where. Maybe they stole it from the reserve. Who knows? Possibly. And get a really great Jurassic Park inspired yeah, shot yeah. here of the elephant the looking. At the, sorry, the eye of the elephant. Yeah, looking in through the window, a yeah. la the Tyrannosaurus Rex when it comes down. And Lex 
refuses to turn the light off. Why did she turn it on? I, I, I don't know. What? It, yeah, exactly. I think you actually justified her turning it on because she was just a child who was scared yeah. in our review of Jurassic yeah, well, Park. Yes. I, I'm like, well, she's an idiot. I'll, yeah, look, I'm not disputing that she's an idiot. I was a dumb idiot. kid, but I wouldn't turn a fucking torch on and point it at a Jurassic, uh, T-Rex. Well, as long as you don't move. As long as you stay perfectly still. His vision's based on movement. She wasn't... She was waving the fucking thing around. That was her downfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we get the... The ad break, we used to be the ad break in Australian mm. TV of where it makes the sound. And the pets what, what, what are we going to call it? Is, well, it trum- gonna, is it? is it trumpet? I'm going to look it up. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's... What do you call... I'm genuinely going to learn something right now. An elephant noise. A trumpet It is a trumpet, be, yes. Yeah, an elephant trumpets, but I have no... Well, hang on. That's just according I'm to I'm pretty Yahoo. sure it's trumpet. That's just like the best selected answer on Yahoo Answers. I'm pretty sure. I want to find what David Attenborough has to say on the subject. What does an elephant say from Words for Life? This is from medium.com. You know the noise, but what's the word? You're probably making an elephant noise in your head, but what's the word for it? Cat says meow, a cow says moo, an elephant says what? The answer is. There's a bunch of back and forth, and it goes too long. This sounds like a shit forum that I'm not going to trust. It's trumpet. I'm going with trumpet. It makes a trumpet sound, and the dog and cat. Tesla Helper and Snowball 2 get scared. They pick back over again. One more trumpet. <laughs> I like this one. I also told my dad about this experiment and he immediately said, oh yeah, that toot noise. The toot. <laughs> toot. Come back from commercial and Marge is very concerned that there's an elephant on the premises. And I can't remember what she says, but it ends up with Homer saying, he does look like Al Gore. Oh, I uh, think it's going to gore. It, it looks like it's going to gore. Yeah. He does look like Al Gore. Puts Bart in his mouth. He's very excited. Then he realizes, yeah. he tried to kill me. <laughs> Even that, he feels like he's. It sounds like he's kind of proud of all that people. he survived. Pick, no, I don't know more that he that he chose him. You motherfucker! Yeah. Like, yeah. Homer agrees. I don't get this. That in theory, communism works. In theory, like what part of that you don't? I, I get the. I get what he's saying, but I don't get the point of that as a gag in this situation. Is just because it's random. Oh, that works. In I theory. suppose. Yeah. Okay. So, like what Marge said. It just seems like a very obscure, (laughs) random joke. What Marge says would work not only in theory, but also in practice. Yeah. Whereas communism, um, yeah, is in no way related to it. That said, in isolation, it's a very funny joke. Yes, yeah. Stampy then scratches himself on the house. He thinks he's human. That's what we say to our dogs. Thinks he's people. Thinks he's people, yeah. Homer then chains him up and Stampy goes apeshit, starts stamping on stuff. But something named Stampy. And this is where we get that fade out that I mentioned earlier. Come Mm -hmm. back and he's just going apeshit again in the exact same spot. What's he yelling about? He's hungry. Here you go, Stampy. Eat it slow. It has to last for... You ate it too fast. Maybe if we tied it down so it couldn't move, it wouldn't get so hungry. Um, Yali's delivery here from Lisa is for Lisa is great. Where they're very passionate. You gotta eat it really. They gotta eat it really slow. You ate it too fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was all the food that, we had. You ate it too fast. <laughs> what I will say here too, though, is um. Swartzwald, he makes Homer sound like a dick, the tie it down reference, but Homer gets his comeuppance when he gets put into Stampy's mouth. Yeah. That's where we get the hippo sloth reference. Then we get that short gag of him eating peanuts. I will say it's a funny visual of an alpha sitting in a bar. It's almost like a joke. A man and an alpha walking to a bar. Yeah. (laughs) And just Mo, like, just lugging Still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's the thing. I love that Mo stood by his promise. Yeah. Ah, God damn it. Oh, well. (laughs) Better go get some more. Put my foot on it. Stabby is then very sick because he hasn't been eating any plants. He's just been eating just peanuts been eating the whole peanuts, time. Yeah. And we get the Springfield. How is this pronounced? Is it abortum or aborotum? Uh, oh, they dumbed it down for people. Tree place in brackets. Tree place. Um, 
I didn't say the exact spelling of it, but it's A B O R E T U M. So it could be taken. It could be read both ways. A B O R E T U M. Aboratum is how I yeah, would probably be, say uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd probably go with aboratum. I know that um, you're an arborist. If you like, the, the people in that profession are arborists. That's the way so you pronounce aboratum. That word. Aboratum. 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 It's A B. So aboratum. Mm. Anyway, it's sort of like a little reference here, by the way, of um, when. Homer says, zookeeper, zookeeper. There Doesn't was Homer s- actually say the word, by the way, in that scene? He's like, are there any other... Mo- are there any other uh, oh, possibly. Mm. Those monkeys are killing each other, but that bird's trying to kill Sampy. Oh. He's, he's grooming him. Yeah. And then cuts to Homer. He's yeah. ran it with a bird. There's a bird on it. He's grooming me. I love Homer's hair in that. <laughs> the way it's kind of swirly and curled and falls down on the front of his forehead. <laughs> Fuck, that's a funny <laughs> fucking image. Elephant fresh. It reminds me of his jungle friends. Who's? From uh, Home of the Heretic, where he's walking through the backyard. Oh, the and they're animals, all like, yeah. Guys, can you give me five minutes? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when when Homer just attracts random wildlife to his person. The scene you mentioned before where Bart's sleeping out in the treehouse so he can be with his friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stampy's tucking him in, puts him in his mouth, puts him back. Thanks, bud. Homer's then going through all the bills, and Lisa asks Bart, have you taught Stampy anything new? And Bart's like, nope, he doesn't want to learn. I don't want to teach him. It all works out well. Yep. <laughs> Then we get the cat and the dog bouncing on balls, I think, at this point. Uh, yeah. The balls. Well, not bouncing, but... Balancing. Balance, balancing. Oh, balancing. Yeah, 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 yeah balancing yeah. on balls and sort of rolling through. Um, I think they want attention. Pretty well trained. Yes. Like, great to teach that themselves. Notice they said they try to speak later on. Yeah. Like, this weird zombie. Love you. <laughs> kids are then knocking at the door, because Homer's trying to think of ways to pay the bills. Mm. And the kids are like... We'll pay you money. For the ninth time, no. Wait a minute. This gives me an idea. Mm, here's a better sign, Dad. I don't have time to read it. Just give me the gist of it, son. Perfect. This is such a Swartzwater joke. Yeah. It, 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 Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just but I think this sign will work better. I think it's, is it one dollar and two dollars? That's the original I think prices, so, yeah. or maybe five dollars. No, yeah, about. it's one and two because Millhouse looked at it twice bucks. and wrote it once. Yes. And it was four bucks, and we paid you four dollars. And if we all think back to our pi- uh, our algebra, two a plus one b equals four. Does it? Yes, it does. In this instance, yes. Okay. Then we get the shenanigans happening in the backyard with Stampy. There's a big cardboard elephant. People getting photos with and whatnot. Mm. Stampy. It's a, it's a kind of cool like little setup that they've got going on there. Yeah. It smells funny in there. Yeah. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Should have pulled the mattresses out again. That would have yeah. been a cool throwback to have the mattresses hanging out in the Just background. In the background, yeah. <laughs> Helen Lovejoy saying to Marge how much of an attitude Stampy has, and Lisa says, "Well, you would too if you were looked at by slap jawed yeah. yokels, yokels taking yeah. out your natural high." Like that girl there has got five points. Burns riding the elephant. This was a funny line. Yes. I'd forgotten all about it. Yeah. Smithers, this reminds me of that fat man I used to ride to work. That's it. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Homer is then very happy with his fifty-eight dollars. The thing takings. is about the fat. You know that Burns fired that fat man. Yeah, like there's a backstory going on there, but you know that the, uh, that didn't end with the fat man quitting. The, the the great thing about the character of Mr. Burns is that you believe that. Yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's not. <laughs> it would have been glorious to watch. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't have a little throwback to him showing him actually. Yeah, no, it's the better, fat man. better just leaving it to be imagined. Homer is then very happy with his fifty-eight dollars takings, but Marge is very concerned because. It's only about a sixth of his food costs for the day. Mm-hmm. So Homer ups up the price was by a thousand percent. Is it a thousand percent? One dollar to a hundred. Might even be. I think it's something like I don't know. Well, it doesn't 
Tell us if we're right. Percentages or wrong. are really difficult when you're going from one to another thing. Because a hundred percent is two. It's probably more than a thousand percent. It's probably a lot two, more than a thousand percent. It's five thousand percent. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. It was going from, no, 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 it's not. It's going from one to a hundred. Who cares? So they go to the Van Houtens and Homer's like, you you owe me six. I've already got the dollars. algebra right. I don't need to get percentages. Sorry. Get yeah. off our property. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that from Cooper. Just no Homer response. trying to shake him down and just yeah. the staring at him like, yeah, leave. This <laughs> isn't going to happen. It kind of reminds me of when he uh, was trying to get, he was trying to get money for, oh, for the dog. I got a dog that's very sick. <laughs> and the, or the, and the, um, the rabbi. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting his money. I believe it was or was it for oh, this operation? Continue. Was, it, was, it, was it for the dog or was it I think it was for the dog for the rabbi one. No, I don't think it was for the rabbi. It was for Burns though. Then Custer Homer saying he's gonna have to sell Oh, the this is such a great like in a in a Craigslist and Gumtree kind of world, this is so per- like people wasting your time coming around on a weekend. I was gonna ask about that. Is it like he's just a random haggler? Yeah, he's just yeah. a tire kicker that's decided to make you take your Saturday waste your Saturday morning waiting for him to come over. And then had never had any intention of buying it. But is really sad by this that Homer said he's going to have to sell. Uh, we've skipped over a few things. Homer said he's going to have to sell the elephant. Whatever. Irrelevant. The, the cat and dog plan to pee. Irrelevant. Uh, the animal reserve. So your bid is zero. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the ivory dealer then rocks up and makes. Well, we never actually see what the offer is, but I'm assuming it's no, much more than zero. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Homer agrees. Bart and Lisa are very upset by this. Yeah. This here reminds me of Bart gets hit by a car where Lisa questions Hutz. Are you a shyster? Are you a shyster? Where does yeah. a little girl like you learn such a big word like that? Are you an ivory dealer? <laughs> little girl, I've had lots of jobs in my day. Whale hunter, seal clubber, president of the Fox Network. And like most people, yeah, I've done a little ivory. Dad, you can't do this. Stampy is my friend. Don't worry, son. I'll get you a new elephant. I'll take that one too. Done. Bart then plans to uh, run away, and this is like Bart's dog gets an F, where it's his last night with the dog, yeah. and he says, let's just run away together, yep. dude. Or was it was that Bart that versus Thanksgiving, where he runs away, that, that's where he runs away with the dog. Mm. Bart's dog gets an F, he doesn't run away with it. No, he just, he has a moment of desperation yeah, trying to get him trying to, to, to learn, blah, him. blah, yeah. sit. Yeah. So he lets Stampy loose, thinking they're going to run away together, but as an elephant would, the elephant just makes a run for it. Yeah. The elephant's not going to hang around for the kid. Yeah. Flanders thinks it's the four... Four horsemen. Of the apocalypse. Four elements of the apocalypse. Oh, getting closer. Yes. Well, I love that that he's looking forward to the he's apocalypse. Hoping, yeah, he's hoping for it. His day of judgment. Come back from commercial and Lisa wakes up to tell Marge and Homer that the elephant and Bart are both gone. Great acting for that. That was not the deal. That wasn't the deal, Blackheart. <laughs> that wasn't part. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just follow the path of destruction. <laughs> Tornado down the street. <laughs> the best part here is Homer's laugh. Yeah. <laughs> they got a funny insult. So happy for it. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Wizard of Oz reference, by the way. Yeah, right. Of them in the tornado. Yep. Feeling it all the way up their skirt. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of in a dirty joke, but it's not. A little bit. Yeah. The workers carrying the painted glasses nearly hits Sampy, nearly hits Bart, and just yep. chuck it in the recycle bin anyway. Very, very funny. Wigum, your favourite moment. I'll let you elaborate. You've well, already just discussed we, it. I've already yeah. discussed it. There's not much more to say. It's just brilliant. Just play the clip. Yeah, right, lady. An elephant ran through your front yard. Okay. Wigum. Yeah, right, mister. Mm-hmm. An elephant just knocked over your mailbox. Okay. Wiggum. Yeah, right, buddy. Liquor store robbery officer down. Sure. And I'm Edward G. Robinson. That's one at the end. It's hilarious. You, you, you've, you've given that too much of a realism. It's not... Uh, it's wah. <laughs> <laughs> W-A-H-H-H-H-H. How would have been it's in the script... Like, would have said the word wah or just 
annoyed. I wonder if they said it at all or if Hazari just threw it in. threw it in there, yeah. Um, It's almost like a penguin kind of... If you think back to the Burgess Meredith... The Burgess Meredith penguin from the Adam West... Yeah. um, Yeah. Original one, yeah. yeah. The monocle. Yeah. Come on here, Mr. Batman. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of... (laughs) Then they go... Yeah, Stabby runs through the political parties and the Republicans... Oh, yeah, the Republicans cheer and the Democrats boo. You know why? It's a symbol. Yeah. 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 And I love... What were the, the banners that they were holding up? The Republicans were like... They were happy. Yeah, oh, but it was a thing about how like we don't like X people or something like yeah. that. And then the Democrats went, we hate ourselves, wasn't it? We hate ourselves. We can't govern. Yes, <laughs> that was. The, the, I just only remembered those two signs, but it was very funny to just sum up both political parties in a nutshell in two sentences. Hundred percent. It was also funny too, where the guy that owns the peanut factory opens the door, sees that Alpha coming. We've been preparing for this day, people. I warned you. You all thought I was crazy. <laughs> two hours a day, <laughs> but the day has finally come, and the Sammy just burst through. Uh Bart is then searching. It's gone all into the nighttime now. Bart's looking for him, and he thinks he's sunk into the tar pits. Yeah, which are the tar pits? I think I believe in the LA. Uh, yeah, the, the Brea Brea tar pits. Brea yeah, tar pits. We're going to see. We're going to see them just because I'm like, oh, it's from the back of an elephant. I thought I just it's just a lot of effort for not really much there. Yeah. Then it turns out that Stampy is behind him, and he notices that Stampy's sad. He's missing yeah, the other he's elephants. Kind of like feeling up the fake woolly mammoth. Probably the first time you actually feel sorry for Stampy in the whole episode. Yeah, it's the fir- first time that he's allowed sympathy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just, do you think that the, he's actually drawn more like a real animal than most animals in the show? He looks like an elephant. He doesn't look cartoony. He's got the small little pupils. He doesn't have the big what a- eyes. What animals look cartoony? Like Santa's little helper and Snowball. They don't. They, they, I still feel like they're they, they pretty look like, realistic. But they look like Simpsonized animals. Yeah, where okay. this didn't look like a Simpsonized yeah, elephant. It was enough. just yeah. Because I remember there was one episode where Lisa's riding the horse and. Mm. Matt Groening was very annoyed that the horse didn't look cartoony. Yeah. It looked like a real horse. Yep. This was something I learned here, by the way, this next scene, that I had no idea of until I looked it up. Mm. The doe, a deer, a female deer. You had no idea about that. I've never seen The Sound of Music. Well, neither have I, but I still know about Do Re Me. The Do Re Me that I know was a uh, Nirvana song, not that version. <laughs> You're so metal. No, it was just... <laughs> I didn't know that song existed. Yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, it's the lyrics from... The Dome song from Sound of Music? Yeah. Well, the, it's, it's not the lyrics. It's, it's, the, well, it's, it is. it's to the style of... No, it's... Do a deer, a female deer? Do, do a deer, a female deer. It says the exact, it's the exact lyrics. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I haven't seen it either then, so obviously... <laughs> Homer is then happy that he found his precious ivory. And Bart says, no, he doesn't want that. I wanted to go to reserve. How would you like it? This was a good comeback from, from Homer. The, how would you like it? I'd like teeth? it fine. <laughs> But who doesn't want to be part of the music scene? <laughs> who doesn't want to be part of the music scene? That's a great comeback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as goes, you're sinking into the tar. He, yeah, I love that. Oh, I can struggle my way out of this. It's just it's a great oh. line in how how confident he is. Yes, now this, this I just, is going to work. Now I'll just pull my arms out with, with my, my face. face. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> no one tries to stop him, he just does it. So, but... For the first time, sort of acts a bit cartoony to the elephant where he actually speaks to the elephant. The elephant does what he says, like the elephant would understand bit, him. Yeah. But save him, save him, saves Barney first, who's just been randomly hanging yep. out in the tar bits. Thanks. What's he calling? Stinky? Stompy? I don't know. Don't, I'm don't sure remember. he gets his name wrong. But yeah. anyway. And sets himself on fire. Then he saves Homer and we get the feisty feline gag mm-hmm. that you mentioned before. I'm sure he'll make a grand piano. <laughs> but eventually the kids make him realise that because he saved his life, he should be sending him well, to the and because it's the right thing to do. And it's the right thing to do. Yep, yep, yep. Begrudgingly, but he still does it. Don't send your elephants to ivory traders. No, do not do it. 
and they go to hug Homer, and just like at the caramel factory, they get, they get stuck. Mmm, caramel. <laughs> That's a great mmm that I'd forgotten yeah. about. <laughs> the family then all saying goodbye to Stampy, and it was a nice touch that he actually put him on his back this time. Didn't yeah. put him in the mouth. They teased it, but then he yep. put him on his back. He falls off, and he just starts beating shit out of other elephants. Yeah, I like that. The, the, why is he doing that? Well, some, like, it's like some people, sometimes elephants are like humans. Some of them act out because they've had a bad um, childhood. Some of them are just jerks. Stop that, Mr. Simpson. Just randomly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, so determined to keep at him. Yes. But the guy's so polite. Like, I, I just love this. Just accept so it. He's, he's not hurting him. He's just bothering yeah, him. Stop that. Yes. So, all in all, a very funny episode. Not as great as some people make it out to be, but I, it's got some great moments. I, like I said, I, I really, really enjoy the episode. I always have and I always will. Yes. What did we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Don't smoke in a tar pit. That is true. I learned getting drunk is more important than winning. Javale! Javale is here! Time for the mailbag, but before then, we've got a few Patreons that we need to read out. We do. These are, I run my algorithm and I get all of the new people that are donating $5 or more. And thank you so much for your support. And we apologize for the fact that Patreon has been a little bit light on while we've been writing the book. We will make it up to you guys. The content that you were promised last month, you'll you'll get it all. Yeah, I promise we both promise, and we just really appreciate that little bit of extra support to help yes. us. Um, and it is all going towards something that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, we get uh, the glorious champion, Dylan Haggett, who's gotten on to the fact that if he keeps changing his name, he keeps appearing in the report. Don't all do that, or the podcast will go for three and a half hours. Um, but I like that at least one person is I doing it. I loophole. And, it's, and <laughs> is coming up so far with pretty funny names. Thrill Ho, Benjamin Lawless, Claire Dyer, Thomas Richardson, Adam Wright, Sam Fairbanks, Darko, Simon Fathers, Greg Spinks, Dankmus, Graham Reed, Mark Newby, and Rob Crossar. Thank you very much. So, thanks, as Mitch said, thanks for your support. It's really, really appreciated. Now, Mitch, what have you got for the mailbag this week? Um, well, I've got to get into the mailbag. Hold on. Why are you opening it? Should we tell them about the, uh, the book? They know about it. It's available for pre-order. We appreciate it. If you want the book, we would appreciate if you just pre-ordered it. Yes. Um, and if you're a patron, you're probably going to want to get the book. We can finally announce one of the things that's in there because it came in. So, we have got an exclusive interview with Simpsons director Mike B. Anderson. Now, Dando, what are some of the episodes that he's done? Homer, Trilogy, Trilogy of Error. Homer's Phobia. You only move twice. You only move twice. Of all, like, like Jesus. But Halloween of Horror. Emmy winning director. Yes. That has that has been on the show for like since you know, the, he's been on the show since the very beginning. Since the very beginning. Yes. Exactly right. Like learned from Silverman yes. how, how to draw Brad it. Bird. Exclusive interview in our book giving insights into his favorite actors, his favorite guest stars, what the process is like. It's it's an amazing read. Like, I got excited reading it. Yeah. It's 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 really really cool and I'm so proud of the fact that he's taken the time out to to help us out within the book. So it like there are things that you that this book will have that no other book has and no other book can have, um, and this podcast will never have. Like there's there's so much in there that is completely exclusive and and really really awesome. Um, the the more and more this is taking shape within the, the last couple of weeks to, uh, until the um, last two or three weeks have been we've got a lot done. I was going to say we? until the final submission deadline where we're sort of tinkering and we're getting things finished. It's it's, it's becoming so much more exciting with every day as it gets closer and seeing what this thing's turning into. So, yes. please, jump onto Amazon, search Four Finger Discount and pre-order the book. Now, Mitch, what questions have we got this week? I've filled the mailbag up a little bit this week because I had been a tad light on for the last couple of weeks, but there was some good stuff 
that I thought wasn't too bad. Um, some of it in response to things that we've spoken about in the past. So, Alistair Danik's written in with a potential mailbag conspiracy. Hi, Mitch and Dando. I was recently listening to your review of Deep Space Homer, and somehow you got onto the topic of McDonald's shaker fries. Less than a week later, it was announced that McDonald's had yeah. brought out a new kind of shaker fries. Is this a mere coincidence, or do you have some sort of endorsement with Maccas? If so, please get them to make the Good Morning Burger. Well, if we do, they should be paying us. I haven't seen any money going to my bank for McDonald's yet. Not yet, but hopefully some's on the way. Um, I would just like to take this opportunity to mention the KFC Tower Burger and how delicious that was. The, the, the double one? No, the tower, that's the Zinger Stacker. The Tower Burger had the hash brown inside. Ooh, and they had a that. delicious little bit of tomato relish in there. Like, it, it's, it's probably the best you fast food. You look so satisfied for a second. It is probably <laughs> the tastiest fast food burger I've ever eaten. You could taste it for a second then, couldn't you? I am watering a little bit. Like, it's, <laughs> I've gone a little bit Pavlov's mm, dog. Tower. Oh, yeah. Um, so, KFC, if you're listening, on your bikes. Yes. McDonald's have come to the party. See the, the McChicken Big Mac? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. The Big Mac with chicken patties. By the patties. way, we are not endorsed by McDonald's. We're just list- listing different shit by no, McDonald's and KFC. No, just spend too much time there, <laughs> obviously. Too excited by their food. We've got an update on Ruffles. We were talking about Ruffles chips. Yeah, I did remember reading In this, the Deep yeah. Space Homer review. Um, is this from Kale Lewis? Yeah, Kale He's Lewis. from Geelong. He um, used yeah. to be in a band called Cast Iron Pinata. Superfood. Kale Lewis. I've uh, yeah, so he's just moved from Geelong to Philadelphia in the US in the US. Um he was listening to the review of Deep Space Homer. We asked about Ruffles chips. He was at that time walked past a vending machine, saw some Ruffles chips. Cool. This is like the first known sighting in years <laughs> of Ruffles chips. It's like the Bigfoot. I really enjoy chips. saying Ruffles chips. Ruffles. Careful. Careful, they're ruffled. Uh Steve Matthews has written in, he was just talking about the Tower episode where um in Homer Loves Slanders, where he's up there, like, there's Homer, there's Homer, oh, going nuts. Seen, yeah, yeah. Steve's from the UK, saying that he specifically remembers that um, scene appearing on TV all the time. His main thing of censorship that he noticed was not having seen Homer versus New York for a really long time, presumably because yeah, of the Twin Towers. Yeah, they cut it out in the UK for a while, yep. Yes, so... They used to play the Flanders scene on TV here, but they didn't show... It used to say him it had him saying, there's Homer, and then the, the yeah, post you, office... You said right, that, just, that they, yeah. they didn't show the in-between, but yeah. according to him... The whole lot. All went to yeah. where? Luke McKay uh, writes in, he has a question, so this may as well be as good a spot to end it. Um, firstly, he pointed out that the Simpsons family car is a different colour in Homer Loves Flanders was when they're green, going on the trip. It? He said that it was, yeah, it was green yeah, instead I of its usual pink. Yeah. I, I hadn't noticed either. Um, so he's wondering if there's any animation problems outside of season one that you've noticed or have always bugged you. Now, there's a few, but yeah. you just, you just, it's not their fault. Sometimes yeah. over in Korea, they just get things wrong. Yeah. Now, it's his second question that I actually really liked, though. What would be your favorite DVD box art or disc art um, slash DVD menus? Personally, although they aren't my favorite seasons, I'm a big fan of the Comic-Con design of season 12 and the video arcade style of season 13. Getting to like, the actual box art, just mm. the, the design of them, I liked the fact that they went to the heads, but it just didn't look right on your shelf. It went from the boxes. It's not uniform. No, yeah, from the no, boxes. I, and I, I can't handle it just, that. It threw me off, but then they re-released them as boxes, though. Mm. I'm like, I've already bought them as the heads, and I like the season six, yeah, season seven cover art. I think it's That's season March, seven, and it's the paparazzi. Uh, is that seven or six? Six is, it, six is, is six, six is who is shot Bart. Mr. Burns? Six is Bart. Which yeah. one's who shot Mr. Burns? Oh, yeah. So, when it's the box, it was who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. With the magnifying glass. Yeah, the magnifying yeah. So glass. So, that's when it was the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I, I really like that Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. And as far as DVD menus and that sort of stuff, um, as much as it's a pain in the ass because you couldn't skip past it, and if you just wanted to watch something, you had to go heads. through. Yeah, the flipping heads yeah. where you had the three spinning discs. You knew it was going to be four different And ones. the heads would rotate. Yeah. yeah. It was a pain because, as I said, 
it took a lot of time to actually yeah. get to it, but it was still fun. But I also enjoyed, I think it's season 13 DVD set where it's, the, it's like uh, 8-bit pixels. I think that's what he just mentioned. Oh, the, only the, mentioned. Okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 that is a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's season 13. Ralph's yeah. on the front cover. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, the guy who designed those covers, Rob mm. Oliver, who's still a director on the show, he directed uh, Barthood. Yes. He, and uh, did he also do um, Holidays of Future He did Holidays of Future Holidays Past. Holidays of Future yeah, Past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I spoke to him when I was over in the Simpsons studio, so you're going to get a bit of an in-depth look at my tour of y- Simpsons Studios yeah, and my conversation with Rob. Again, there's, some, the really, there's some really cool stuff in... About Rob from there, and some really good stuff from Rob that's going to be in the book as well. Yes, yep, yep. So that's the mailbag for this week. Thanks for listening to our review of Bart Gets an Elephant. Now, Mitch, what's happening next week? Next week, guys, I'm so sorry to say this, we have to take a week off. So it'll be another two weeks before the next episode review. Now, the reason for that. Um, it's come up at relatively short notice. I'm actually going to be away for a week. There's two reasons. It's two reasons. One is with the deadline for the book coming around, we've got quite a bit of work on our plate just finalising that and we just need to take the time to make sure we get that right. Losing one night to recording and another to editing, it's just, it's very important it's, we need them to yeah, write. Yes. Uh, the other thing Not is... Not that it's losing time, but yeah. we love doing the show, but it's just we need that time to write. The other element of it is that I just won't be here. Mm. So, there's not a huge amount that can be helped about that. Um but we will be back in two weeks' time with what episode? Burns Air. Oh, I love Burns Air. It happens every week now. I'm they're, just, they're all great ones. I'm sorry, Monty. I'm just having a hard time with this character. Is that the... Uh, um, it's like kissing a peanut when they get Molman? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go with some roses. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a little bit... <laughs> my secret shame. Um, it's too tight. Ah, that's perfect. In no time, you'll have a mighty hump. <laughs> um, there's so much about it that I really, really it's like. It's Kern, stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not get too much into it, but fantastic episode. So stay tuned for that. In I'm going to have a hard time not doing my Michael Caine Batman whenever I hear that. It's just so much fun. You do it all so, the time anyway. Yeah, We're used mate, to it. It's just good. I was supposed to protect you, Mitch. Any final words for the listeners? It's going to be good ones because it's going to last them for the next two weeks. Oh fuck! Put me under that pressure. Yes, pressure situation here. Um. Oh, football. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about the footy. Yeah. Uh, Whilst look, we're watching the football. Maybe, Sydney versus Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Okay. So, for international listeners out there, we've never... like. Where do we begin? Do we... Like, the... the gen- I don't know where to begin, middle, or where we end it. The it's basis of Aussie rules? It's the only sport in the world where you get a score for missing. Well, you're not... You don't miss. You just... You, you score in a lower part. And frankly, mm. I don't... Darts. You can aim for one thing in darts and you hit something next to it ball and you still there. get... Ball sport. Um, it is the only ball sport, trust me. Gaelic. It's the same thing. Okay. No, it's not the same thing. If you try for the net, but it goes over, then you get three points. <sighs> so, technically, you've missed. Very rare. Okay, I'll accept that. Oh, yeah, it's very right. rare that happens. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yes? If the scores are tied, in the it, you're having a kick after the siren, scores are tied, and you score a behind, have you missed? In which? In, in AFL. No, because in that situation, you're just trying to get anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so, you so scoring a behind isn't missing. No, because in that situation... No, but, but, in that situation... Nope. In that, yeah, in that situation, Proven. missing is out of bounds on the full. Proven. No, 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 because you just need to score, which means you can hit anything. That's all one big target. So here's another great thing about our game, AFL. No one understands it. Everything, <laughs> every single thing that happens is contextual, yes. and the rules change <laughs> mid from week to week. Our, our fucking, the AFL changes the rules mid-round. This will be paid deliberate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes, here it comes. Deliver yeah, There it goes. <laughs> oh, um, God. Okay. Now, we will need to get... It's we'll a great need to sport, dedicate but a it's also a joke at the same time. Yeah. It's... We are... AFL is probably the only sport where the governing body 
doesn't seem to like the sport <laughs> because every week they're trying to improve it. They're like, oh, this isn't good. This isn't bad. Like soccer. When was the last rule change in soccer? Someone that knows more about soccer might yeah. write in. But for the most part, soccer, baseball, all this sort of shit has been the same for 150 years. AFL changes every two weeks. And they'll, they'll make a rule right. And then it will never be governed. And the second that it gets governed, they go, oh, we need to look into that. Yep. <laughs> what? The f- what? <laughs> or that'll be, they'll make a rule, they'll find that that rule doesn't work. So rather than lift that rule, they make another rule, a sub rule. Yes. And then <laughs> it's like the Russian doll of rules. Which cancels out one of the other sub rules, but it doesn't matter. It's all about interpretation. Yeah. Interpretation is a marvellous thing in the, the air. The way people get suspended, it depends if it was high, medium, mm. low risk, or uh, impact, I should say, yeah. whether it was intentional, his previous record. Yeah. It's like, if he hit the guy, he should get this man away. You know what I think it is? I think the AFL is trying to do away with expert commentary because it's all guesswork. Yes. You can't possibly be an expert in this sport anymore. And they never accept responsibility. The experts. It, it, no, no, no the, the, the AFL. Oh, if, no. If, if an umpire makes a, it, we call, oh. we call refs umpires. If they make yeah. the wrong decision, it's, no, nah, that was meant to happen. For, for a season or two, they were. And then they got a new guy in, Peter Schwab, to do this, like, umpire review every week. It could be the most glaring thing in the world. Like, it could be an umpire shoots a player. <laughs> Point blank. And he'll just go, no, I think you'll find if you have a look at that footage in super slow-mo and we, in self-defense. and we just pause it right there. The bullet doesn't actually reach that player. <laughs> but if you keep playing it on, no, I think that one's covered. We'll just put that in the draw. <laughs> but so do you want to give a basic understanding of the rules? It's very hard. Do we even no. try? No, I don't care about the rules. The rules are irrelevant. That just sums up our sport. But yeah. that conversation sums up the AFL. It's just... Yeah. You can't just explain it. I mean, I understand it watching what's going on, but it's difficult to sit the, down. The basic thing is two teams, 18, two teams, eight, the ball, 22 players, 18 on, four on the bench, hmm. on the interchange, depending what sport. We call it interchange as well, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you get it through the big sticks in the middle. It's six mm-hmm. points, and either side is one point. Um, Luke Hodge is God. That's an important thing to was know. Was God. Is. Uh, is, was, forever, will be. Um, You're going to give Joel Selwood credit for last week, man. That was intense. Yeah, Joel Selwood is a wrecking ball um, who... He's one of those people that just has no care for his body in no. the sense that he'll just put his body on the line at every chance possible. Mm. Sometimes You're saying that... he ducks. Pardon? You're saying he ducks. Well, he didn't, he didn't that time. <laughs> no, he didn't that time. Yeah. Um, see, see what you hear there? That's a typical AFL supporter who doesn't support Geelong. <laughs> They're very bitter that Joel Selwood gets free kicks. I'm not bitter. I but don't the, care. The situation is, if, if it works, why isn't everyone else doing it? No, I think he used to be worse than what he used to be. Oh, yeah, he's a lot better now than yeah. what he used to be. Yeah. Um, I think because they changed the rule because of him. Yeah. But then they still don't pay it when it's him. Because <laughs> 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 it's interpretation. There's a really cool... When you go to the MCG in the Olympic stand, the new Olympic stand, as you go up the escalators, they've got the original rules of AFL oh. painted as like a big mural across the walls. And one of the rules, if you... Just fucking kick it. <laughs> fucking kick it along! <laughs> It was wide open. <laughs> what were you doing? Why would you handball then? Just get it forward. Just kick it. Um, and they kick it to straight. So, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> kick it to that guy. Why'd you kick it there? Yeah. <laughs> so one of the rules, like in AFL, if you kick the ball to another player and they mark it, well, they catch, catch it, catch it, which is called a mark. If it's gone over 15 metres, then they have a free kick. It basically means that they're not allowed to be tackled and they can stand there for a few seconds. So they can't go off the... Between, yeah, no, 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 between let's, them let's not get into the details. The point go. is they get the ball, they can't be touched. So they can't run off. To the lay person. Yeah, if they, if the second they run off that line... Yeah. They get- so what? Like the, the umpire blows a whistle, it's a mark. In the initial rules, the player had to call mark. 
like if the player shall call Mark is the wording of the rules. And I was like, that is a custom that I feel like they've gotten away from that they need to get back to. Because no, it wouldn't work. That would be amazing. Just imagine, like, imagine, imagine the cop is like, I call Mark when I say you didn't. <laughs> like, I dispute the Mark. <laughs> How dare you, sir? You question my Mark. Do you want a duel? Let's, rev- then, let's review. And in this, and in this um, instance, all players have rapier swords on the field. So they, <laughs> so when there's when there's a disputed mark, you duel. And the umpire just pulls out a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the AFL signs off. Yes. <laughs> so that, in a nutshell, is Australian rules football. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> so is that your final words? I think so. That's worth two weeks. Yes, yeah, that's worth two weeks. And all to hold the little SLBs. Stay tuned for Burns Air, guys, in two weeks, and we'll see you guys then. See you guys. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.